0: you have questions we have answers we're two southern moms on the backside of raising kids and we have some things to say we've lived life made mistakes and learned some lessons join us for answers to the questions you just want to ask your mom Hey, welcome to another Just Ask Your Mom podcast. I'm Renee Sprouls.
1: And I'm Bonnie Blaylock.
0: And today we are talking about back to school. Mm. Well, this would not be the most normal back to school episode because it's COVID part two this fall. I know. (laughs) Uh. So, you know, we would just do like, you know, normal little fun, fun, buy your school supplies, go to bed on time kind of thing. But um, back to school can be hard to juggle any time of year but now with all the extra stuff going on it it can be hard for moms and dads to get back into the swing after summer and so we just kind of brainstormed did a little brain dump and thought okay here's the categories of when our kids were going back to school the things we thought about yes and um, we're gonna have different perspectives because we have homeschool and public school Mm -hmm. perspective. So we have uh, some of that in store for you as well. So let's start with bedtimes. Talk to me about bedtimes, Bonnie. Right.
1: Now, if you're listening to this podcast, then you can go back to the podcast from August 16th, which we did with uh, Tiffany Rogers. And she talked to us about how important sleep is. So sleep is good for memory and learning and all the things that are school related. So when you're coming off of summer and family vacations and getting back into your regular um, routine sometimes that can be a struggle. So yeah. I would say it is best. Like we didn't ever really differ that much on summer. Family vacations, eh. But summertime, we really tried to keep the same bedtime schedule. We did too. Um, just for my own sanity and just everybody seemed to work better that way. Um, But if you didn't do that, (laughs) and you're you're approaching school starting, it's kind of the uh, day of reckoning for your kiddos. So you know they're not going to be able to get up in the morning if you don't have enough sleep, if they're going to bed at 1, 2 a.m., especially older ones. So you're going to have to start backing that bedtime up 30 minutes a night, maybe 15 minutes a night if it's really bad, um, to get to the time that your kids need.
0: Yeah, and, you know, I remember um, a friend of ours, Uh, Carla, telling us Mm -hmm. about, uh, especially for younger children, morning routines, you know, everybody moves at a different pace. Mm -hmm. And so you can actually do trial runs on the weekends or something. So when they get up in the morning, you go through whatever that child needs to do to get themselves ready to get out the door for school that day. Then you back into your wake up time because some kids can be really efficient and like get it done. Boom, boom, 20, 25 minutes. I'm ready to go. Yeah. And some kids are slow pokes. Mm hmm. And they're just not going to move as fast, and you can kind of tailor to your child, individual child's needs when
1: they need to get up, and that would be totally fair.
0: It totally would be and fair. And they're
1: earning it too, right? If they, if they can get it done more efficiently, then hey, you get an extra 15 minutes of sleep in the morning. I'm all for that. I am too. <laughs> That's like working on commission. <laughs> and it How goes, efficient. it goes for you as mom too. Like if you can't get going until you've had your two cups of coffee, then maybe don't get up 15 minutes before you have to get out the door with your kids. that's right you have to adjust your own schedule too so that's also
0: refer to our sleep episode about when to drink your coffee yeah tiffany would say not at 6 a.m i know that is so painful (laughs) have you been able to change i haven't even tried me neither (laughs) sorry about that but it seems so logical and like really well thought out you really if you didn't hear this episode you got to hear it tiffany's amazing but yeah. She talks about all this neuroscience stuff and you can understand it and she had me convinced. Drink your coffee at 2 p.m. I know. Well, yeah, it didn't happen. I just I'll drink girl. another cup at 2 <laughs> p.m. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which I'm thinking was not exactly. the spirit of it. But yeah, you're right. Mom's you need to you're running the ship and you need to you know be sure that you're on top of things so that you can take care of whatever little unexpected things come up in the morning right because you're kind of giving cues to them too right you They're- are you set the tone of the home whether you like it or not mm, I know so if you're rushing around stressed out you're setting that vibe in your house and your husband too but like typically the moms are the ones driving them right to school or getting them to the bus you're the ones
1: remembering lunches and all the things because we're
0: the rememberers that's right i don't like that about us but (laughs) it so it is so there we go that's right that's right so okay school supplies okay fun 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 Uh, my favorite so fun so um you know well for us it was just get some new pencils, get new colored pencils, markers, crayons. You didn't scissors. have to get new clothes for school. You didn't have to get new clothes. Maybe new pajamas. Yeah. I don't know homeschoolers do school in their pajamas. <laughs> so, um, New starch bonnets, right? That's right. gingham, New gingham, new calico. Suspenders. <laughs> but we did love getting new supplies for the school year. Fresh notebooks and mm-hmm. just starting fresh. We wanted it to be... You know, take it seriously. Let it be a big deal. Or even if we reused our three ring binders, clean them out. Clean them up. Change out the covers on the front.
1: Yeah, it just gives you a good fresh start for the year and helps you get organized. Okay, what classes do I have? What are my teachers wanting at at my kids' schools? Every teacher wanted something different. So that was the fun part. You had your list after the back to school night, and every teacher gave you what they needed. You went to Target, and, you know, that was the fun thing to fill the cart with all the stuff. So we were blessed to be able to do that. Some families can't.
0: Right, Um, right.
1: And so this is a good um, way for your kids to learn, even at the start of the school year. Everybody's not like me. Um, How can I be compassionate and kind? So maybe you set aside a little extra for
0: donation school supplies. Yeah, there's several churches in our town Mm -hmm. that do back-to-school drives and Mm -hmm. backpacks, and they fill them up and... it's really great and they get the lists from the schools right so it's not just random stuff that's going to get tossed yeah Yeah. so that's also available and one other little caveat for homeschool families if you're doing a tutorial one of my pet peeves as a tutor was when um, I have told the students in my class over the summer what books are going to be needed Mm -hmm. for class when it starts in August middle of August usually usually Can I tell you how many parents had not ordered those books and they start off the first week of school and they don't have the books they need and they're having to photocopy of friends or they just don't get it at all. So it's behind and they're they're behind behind already. Mm. So order your things in a timely manner, especially if your child is going to a class that's outside your home, you um, you're setting them up to already be behind right from the start.
1: Right. And especially now with everything so stuck in the supply chain. You just never know when you're going to get stuff shipped. So do
0: everything as ahead of time as you possibly can. Totally. I mean, exactly. Um, so, okay, what else, Bonnie? Um,
1: well, I wanted to mention, too, in Tennessee, if you're listening, uh, in our state, you know that we have 10% sales tax, which is big honking sales yeah, that's tax. a lot of sales tax. So we have a couple of um, tax-free weekends here per year, and that's typically when you can, if you think ahead and get your list ahead of time, you can go and save some money on your clothes and school supplies if you go on the tax
0: free. I took advantage of that. I bought clothes on tax free week. Yeah, weekend. absolutely we did too. <laughs> it was so, so fun. Save some money. So um, and also in terms of school supplies for homeschoolers, be thinking moms of the area where you're doing school, get it prepped. So we never had a homeschool room. It was a dining room, typically, um, like a living room, dining room area. And we just had bookshelves and had it ready for the kids. And so they could do their schoolwork on the dining room table or on the kitchen table. And that's fine. um, But it it does need to be where they can get to their things easily, not Mm. just, you know, cluttered or, you know, where it doesn't feel like at least has a spot. And and listen, really, only in the last like four years, five years of our homeschooling did we have an actual room and the kids never sat in it. They were so trained <laughs> to like go sit at the kitchen table mm-hmm. or go to the dining room table that they almost didn't really sit in there all that much. So um That's a good point though. I think a lot of parents probably don't I mean home is home. It's where you
1: can relax and be you, which I get, but if your child is of a certain personality, you really need like a good, clear yes organized environment to be able to learn in yeah i've
0: i've I've, like i taught study skills for years and um a lot of homeschooled teenagers would say that that they just felt like they needed their own space to do their own work and some of them even put a little table in their bedrooms if the house was kind of cluttered Mm -hmm. where they could just have a spot on their own and again like we should do a, a a podcast on learning styles and things it's really fun to like Quiz your kids. There's there's online tests and things you can give them to like how they like to learn, like at what temperature of the room, what kind of lighting. Oh wow! Sitting, standing, yeah, laying down, and so when parents can understand that, you can adapt, especially in a homeschool environment. But even doing homework at home, mm-hmm. you can adapt to that and not just be like you're sitting up in a chair because that's what I did. And right? That's why you know I saw lots of kids thrive sitting on their beds. Yeah, that's really wise. Work.
1: That's really so, wise. Yeah. It's, and they'll carry that in if they happen to go to college, they'll carry yeah. that with them. Yeah. Whether they need a desk or just a bed, like you said. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's so interesting.
0: All right. Um, and it's not all academics back to school. No,
1: it's not all academics. I'm hopefully over the summer and just life in general, your worldview is such that you're also teaching your kids um, to think of others. Mm-hmm. Like that's our primary goal, aim as Christians is to think about other people and the preciousness of them. So, um, It's just a good time to remind your kids, no matter what age they are, but about kindness in general. And think about, uh, like, I was a new kid in school. I can't even tell you how many times. And it's just no fun. (laughs) It's hard. Yeah, it is hard. So to watch for the kids who are sitting alone or watch for the kids who maybe are a little bit weird or whatever and be the friend
0: be the person that goes and talks to them and extend grace to people with all this masks and no masks. and um, I know I've talked to some moms of elementary school students this week some of them want to wear masks they're a little bit nervous Mm -hmm. and so that's fine we need to give people grace to let them do what's comfortable for them yeah Uh, one mom friend told me (laughs) her daughter is worried about germs and um she said, Mom, someone touched me. So I wiped my mask, like they touched her hand. I wiped my mask and then I rubbed my hand on my pants and then I wiped it on the bottom of my shoe and then I rubbed my hand on the ground. So I'd be sure I got all the germs off of me. Oh no. <laughs> well, let's get more germs. <laughs> I thought mm. logical thinking. Yeah, she's a more- like she's really young, so Aww. she obviously didn't understand. And the mom was like, "Okay, do I explain that that's yeah. more germy than the person barely brushing her?" I don't know. I feel bad for you, moms, and these kids who are under such stress with all right. Of and the- some of them,
1: I know, if you've just started preschool and kindergarten over the past couple of years, that's that is school for you. Like your kid does not know that's right. What we would call quote unquote normal school. Right. That's all they know. You're right. I hadn't thought about that. So when you're going now into what could be a hybrid year or maybe we get through September, October and then normal school starts back, there might be a little bit of whiplash there. Mm -hmm. I mean, psychologically, anxiety. I know some kids already are really anxious about starting back Mm -hmm.
0: like normal. And and when your kid comes home upset or stressed, you know. Don't hit the panic button, button, but give them space to kind of let you know what's going on. And sometimes that means yeah. not prying, letting them come home and have their quiet mm-hmm. and recharge if they're introverted. Before you start kind of probing, give them a snack, give them yeah. some downtime. Then you can talk about what went on that day.
1: Right. I w- It's just a um, just one another thing to factor in to like behaviors and stuff. Um, <laughs> Which I, we didn't have to think mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if your kid's misbehaving or comes home in a bad mood or withdrawn or just super extra exhausted, maybe it's because they're carrying a little extra anxiety and whatever this is, this mm-hmm. cloud of COVID. Um, so just factor that in before you pounce on them with,
0: you need to have a better attitude or yes. whatever it is. And refer to the play episode. Get yeah. them outside. Go outside. In the outdoors. Let them do a little reset. Mm-hmm. Five, 10 minute reset even would be good. Yeah, for sure. So start
1: the day um how about a prayer the night before and the morning of each school day right um now this doesn't have to be like an entire catholic mass or some big <laughs> oh come on mommy, bring it back bring it back <laughs> hour-long devotional <laughs> but just like a short petition is enough to remember who's got this and to just cover your kids with god's grace um that's just a great
0: positive way to start the day and end it yeah i know a lot of mom friends who take advantage of the drive time with their kids sure to do a devotional thought do some bible memory Mm -hmm. work um one mom i talked to recently is going to do a little prayer podcast with her daughter her like high school daughter Mm -hmm. on the way to school and there's all kinds of ways to take great advantage of that drive time in the car
1: yeah my my husband did this he was the one that usually took our kids to school and they loved this time with him um all the way up through high school, mm-hmm. just it was a time to have fun. They would usually play some great music on the way, and he'd ask a little question or something that they could sort of ponder. And it was just it's kind of time with dad. Fifteen minutes, no big deal, but
0: something special. I love that. And again, take your child's temperament into account. Morning person, not a morning person. Yeah, don't make them have fun in the morning <laughs> if they're just not into it. But you can um, play something. You know, you, you they don't have to totally engage. Um, you can just play Christian music or Mm -hmm. play a devotional thought or play scripture. Yeah. I'm a big fan of just playing scripture. Right. Um, and, um, all right. For homeschoolers, we're not driving in the car, obviously, but, um, consider how you structure your day. So some people say like, do the fun things in the morning to like set the tone. My perspective was my kids were freshest in the morning. Mm -hmm. So we did what was difficult. In the morning because there were tears after lunch for certain subjects <laughs> yeah. you know math and stuff in the early years so um but we did start our day with bible and we did our um bible reading and our um, other books we were reading for our bible curriculum and then our prayer time and then we got on with the rest of our our day so and routines are good it wasn't rigid but it was like hey we got to hit math um before noon so we're gonna put math in maybe at nine or maybe at ten or maybe at 11, but we're going to do it before we stop for lunch at noon and give them a little bit of autonomy and how that flow goes. Yeah. Whoever can be trusted with little can also be trusted with much. So yeah. so you're not just
1: like generally, you know, aimlessly throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, You know, eventually we'll get to math today. No. Maybe we'll do some English. It's not going to work that way.
0: No, I had my little checklist and we and I knew what I wanted us to get done in the mornings and what I wanted us to get done in the afternoons, but they had freedom within those. Yeah. Those ideas, and the more they proved themselves to have freedom, the more freedom they got. You mm-hmm. know, they they proved themselves to get the work done. The more freedom,
1: yeah, that they got. That's how you teach them um, initiative,
0: mm-hmm. self self initiative, which is what we all want. I always told all them, of our "You're children. working on commission. You're working on commission, kiddos. Oh, that's a great. Your time is yours. <laughs> Here's your responsibilities, and your free time is in your hands. So there you go. Yeah, a lot of times it worked out pretty good. Sometimes um. not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, that's okay. We all gotta <laughs> get there somewhere or another. All right, talk about organization because this is really different for um, moms who are, are whose kids are in public or private school and they're running to and fro. So, what did you do, Bonnie? Yeah,
1: um, this is a huge part of school, just for kid for every kid in general, is to learn time management and organization. Like we all have to do that to function in the world at large. So, you want to try and set them up for success here, um, and. <laughs> refer to previous podcasts try not to (laughs) rescue them from every situation where they mess up so when they forget things and they will um like homework or lunch or a band instrument or uniform or whatever don't then you're just like well sorry sorry that happened and you don't jet over to school and um deliver it for them you let them deal with that consequence and
0: then they figure out not to do it next time so did you did you give them grace like at the beginning of the school year if they forgot something oh yeah were there times I took stuff to school yeah. yes yes there but, were but then after like a couple of times or whatever you said okay that's it
1: then it wasn't like well they just didn't they weren't doing it <laughs> they ah, just didn't do it yeah. um they were pretty they were pretty on top of it as far as organization because of their personalities I think but mm-hmm. I know some other kids and we've talked about this before like if your child is super bright or gifted they tend to fall apart in the organizational
0: area. So mm. because they're high functioning and they can get away without it at some point in their lives though, it will, it catches up, catch up to them. Right. And you know, not buying that notebook and, or, you know, not having that folder organized, it's going to come back to buy. Yeah. Maybe you
1: had the assignment, but it's lost in the Mm -hmm. abyss of the locker and Mm -hmm. there's no (laughs) finding it. So sorry for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it was always good for us to have like a, um, i know this family of ours that was super big with the whiteboard and they Mm. had it right as you walk out the door and they had everybody in the family's activities on there you know soccer practice orthodontist appointments everything and then also the kids projects because the Uh. last the last thing you want is oh by the way you know we have this diorama due tomorrow and i'm gonna need styrofoam balls (laughs) and blah 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 yeah so have that on there ahead of time.
0: Like a month at a time, I'm yeah, picturing. so they big, can see
1: okay. and you can see. Yeah. And you're teaching them.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: this is how you plan out your time. You have to know you got a week to do this. When do you think you might need a supplies? <laughs> when do you Not the night before, guarantee. Right, right. So put it all
0: up there so it's um, at a glance. That's super, super helpful. Um, okay, so what about... You know, we taught parenting classes together, so I can kind of picture yeah. how your morning routine went with your kids. So what if they came downstairs and they, like, were ready to eat breakfast, but you were, like, suspicious that they weren't quite, like, ready for the day?
1: <laughs> yeah, they're just and downstairs right. and they want to turn on you know the tv which yes okay never happens in the morning because distraction number one we never had tv or anything
0: um you also had to make a rule no reading at the table because your kids love to read so much especially
1: savannah (laughs) i was like i can't believe you have to tell her not to read they would just zone out (laughs) you know and wait 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 one more chapter one more chapter like no we need to go (laughs) um so an easy way to get your kids to start taking ownership of all that stuff if your morning is typically crazy and it is in a lot of households it's just crazy to get out the door um you want your kids to start taking ownership of their stuff and their schedules so we just ask them do you have the freedom so when they come downstairs for breakfast we're like whoa whoa do you have the freedom to eat breakfast yet and i have not asked them i've only asked them one question now, what's happening in my mind is, okay, <laughs> did you feed the guinea pig? Did you have your backpack ready? Do you know where your shoes are? Did you, like got 50 different questions, but I'm only asking one. And that makes them ask themselves the other 50 questions. So they're going through it in their minds because they want to say, yeah, I, I do want to eat breakfast. I'm kind of hungry. What do I have to do to get there?
0: And so they say, so I, here we go. You say that and they say, yeah, I, I do. And you're very, you're very certain that they probably didn't. Could you ask, like, a, another leading question um, if you think, um, you've you've not thought through. So think through it all. Mm-hmm. Have, is that okay to ask that? Sure. Like that?
1: Yeah. Make sure you think through it everything. Yeah. And, like, you can kind of prompt a little bit, mm-hmm. especially at the beginning when you're first starting yes. to give them that responsibility. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anybody need feeding?
0: (laughs) Small animals going to be
1: starving during the day,
0: maybe. You know what we did? Because that was a problem. We weren't getting out the door. They were just forgetting to feed the dogs. And so um, (laughs) if they did not feed the dogs and, you know, we had had breakfast and I hadn't caught it, I just made them skip their next meal. Your kids? My kids. Yeah. Because I thought, you know, you need to feel hungry like this animal who couldn't talk to you and you know obviously it was just suffering in silence you know you're go- you're going to skip lunch or you're going to skip whatever dinner breakfast the next day depending on what time of day it was and that didn't happen very much either Just a couple of times. And then they were like, okay, we're on it. Right. Food is important. Yeah. (laughs) It matters if you are fed during the day. Yikes. That's hardcore. (laughs) That's pretty good. I mean, it was just one meal. It's America. Nobody's like, that's right. (laughs) Have you seen us? (laughs) We're all obese. (laughs) We're not. Most of us are pretty cool. Yeah. 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 So, um, so yeah. Uh, Also, in terms of homeschooling and just morning organization or organization in general. Yeah. I like the big whiteboard a lot of my students would um at the tutorial would tell me their moms had that Mm -hmm. where they could put their own projects up there as they were in junior high and high school and starting to take responsibility Mm -hmm. for themselves but moms like you need some sort of system you need a google calendar you need you know your apple calendar that you share david and i shared a calendar so we could see what was going on with his work and my stuff with the kids and homeschooling um so it just eliminates conflict it eliminates oh i thought i told you
1: we were gonna do this tonight i thought you were supposed to know about this and our all we have
0: to say is look at the calendar is it on the calendar yeah (laughs) and teenagers actually you know they love this when i went through this with them they um they feel so much more autonomous Mm -hmm. when they're like dropping things on the family calendar and most people are doing it digitally these days And they can see, because I'm trying to get them to think, you know, plan your life. So a day you've got orthodontist and taekwondo and you're running to youth group activities. Well, that's not your day to work on a big project Mm. because you're going to be gone too much. So you need to plan ahead and see, okay, when are my big free days that I can really dig in right and get a lot done
1: that's so good and then they're also having to account for other people in the family Mm -hmm. because if they just schedule this this and this and they're not driving yet well and you've got something else planned how are you going to get there
0: that's right it helps
1: them to think through I got to accommodate or ask mom or
0: dad if that's okay first not just me 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 yeah it really is I love the family calendar idea whether it is the whiteboard which I'd love a good paper calendar whiteboard I miss those days (laughs) but or digital um also just moms in general whether you're homeschooling or um your kids are going to public school or private school like a little bit of meal prep Mm. like a little bit of grocery shopping prep you know um the grocery delivery services (laughs) are worth every single penny that'll save you a lot of time I mean I wear that thing out and I did back when the kids were younger. It was grocery pickup. Yeah, and I I did that as well. But it does just eliminate um, all that tension of like, what are we having, and who's going to be home, and look at your family calendar. Yeah. Buy a week's worth of stuff. Right.
1: Uh, thinking about all this stuff is stressing me out. Just talking about it.
0: <laughs> how much moms
1: have to deal with? So much. Just mentally, how many you're juggling. As many schedules as there are people in your family, Mm -hmm. you're juggling generally the meal plan. You're the one thinking about it ahead of time. Mm -hmm. You're the one thinking of um, maybe you're also working in addition to this. You're the one thinking about practices after school and all the chauffeuring back and forth, appointments for everybody. Uh,
0: It's exhausting. I know. Listen, and here's the deal. Moms are the point people for this, and we can discuss that should they be or should they not the reality is they usually are Mm -hmm. and like my job is to delegate if i'm feeling overwhelmed like i talk need to talk to my husband david and say okay i'm feeling like this is too much so if can you take something do we need to outsource something you know that um we can't seem to get done here you know whether it's a chore around the house or something else but like that's on me to spread it out or do i need to train up my children to help in a couple of more ways, to
1: make their own lunches. Yes, to make their own lunches, to, yes, to, lunches, to mm-hmm. um, clean
0: the bathroom in a way that I consider to be sanitary, right and, and well done. Um, to do their own laundry—that um, was. Those are transitions in life, and it's yes, it's quicker for you to do it, mom. Sometimes, but you need. But the training, the little extra time it takes to train, will pay dividends. And so, different seasons of life. We just renegotiated. That we did what so smart
1: because i think a lot of marriages don't Mm -hmm. i mean the way it starts is the way it just sort of always goes and that doesn't fly very well somebody's gonna have resentment somewhere down the road if you don't do exactly what you just said
0: oh yeah so husbands help please listen to your wives when they say hey i need some help with this we need to talk about the way the family life is flowing like you're a team and it's to part of loving your wife well is hearing her and providing help. Like we love that you'd throw yourself in front of a train for us, but we'd really also just like you to do the dishes that Absolutely are in the sink. Absolutely, <laughs> amen. I mean, I, we fully believe you'd throw yourself in front of a shooter. <laughs> but
1: how often is that going to actually know, happen? Like and there's the, dishes
0: every night. The sink full of dishes, 365 days <laughs> a year, would actually be life changing. <laughs> you might throw your own self in front of a train if those dishes. Never- <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, so that's so no. good. Yes, yes, yes. Negotiate
1: oh, that and ask for help because it's going to get crazy. And the more kids you have, just multiply it.
0: Yeah. Multiply and you know, it. some of the most well-run families I've interacted with were big families because they were masters of delegation. Yeah. Masters of it. And it was like um, discipleship. You know the ten year old is training the eight year old and the eight year old is training the six year old. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm like, you know what? I wonder if that's less work in some regards. I think it is because when you well you train a child well, they're mm-hmm. trustworthy to help their sibling do the right thing and do things well also
1: that only works if you're intentional and oh yeah, you're going, Otherwise like, it's don't chaos. just think that you're, oh, let's just have eight kids and it'll all be great. <laughs> no, mm, probably not. No,
0: no. You, and if you, if you decide to do that, but you start with kid number four to try to rein it all in. Yeah. You're in for, <laughs> you're in for hard times. Start from the beginning. Whoops. So, okay. We didn't, after school was not really a thing for us, Bonnie. Like days were oh. very fluid. So you're going to need to take this one. Talk to us about after school. Yeah.
1: After school was kind of a big thing because, um, first of all, you're picking them up. And they're always hungry, like 100% of the time hungry. So we learned always have snacks in the car or you're going to stop somewhere on the way and get a snack. Um, And then they're usually, especially the first few weeks, exhausted. Mm. It's just maybe you're adjusting your sleep schedule and all that. But I mean, it's a big adjustment to go from, hey, I'm free, mostly free all summer day to I've got to sit here and actually be mentally present or six seven hours that's hard it's right. hard for a kid yeah so um give them a little grace when they get in the car um but after school the same thing applies to um the morning routine so when they get out of the car you know before they even go in the house a lot of times i'm like hold up do you have the freedom to get out of the car
0: oh good one <laughs> like
1: have you gathered all your items and your paraphernalia or whatever that you're going to need for homework um Mainly, I'm interested in please don't leave your nasty banana (laughs) or your milk in the car with your lunchbox so that it will be nasty the next day. So, yeah, they had to start thinking, oh, yeah, I got to get my lunch. Got to throw that away, you know, and then always there's when you have multiple children in school, there's thousands of papers you have to sign every day. You have to sign the reading log in younger grades. You're going to have to sign a behavior log mm. um sometimes those are happy days sometimes those are not happy days <laughs> um so there's all of that um and you want to have that all like set out ready to go so you're not dealing with it the next morning mom mom wait you got to sign this paper oh, right. you know make sure you do all the things so just
0: leave that all out and lay it out you're making me have a memory i um, think i forged my parents names in a field trip <laughs> document maybe once. Oh, field trip papers. maybe twice yeah like which as a first child was a bit really like radical move for me mm. but i think i realized like they're not actually going to check her previous signatures to see if it looks like <laughs> <laughs> why am i telling this story it does not sound good
1: <laughs> your heart is troubled young lady that is a i need to get it off my
0: chest but that's yeah i hadn't thought about that all the all of the um checking in on so their much work like, yeah and their behavior um
1: that's this way more than when i was kid but Mm. yeah we have to make sure that we're up on top of things um and then when they got home i wouldn't say all right like homework time i hated homework and they hated homework but it was there the necessary evil so um i would give them just some chill time like go outside (laughs) climb a tree whatever you need to do to just chill for 30 minutes to an hour okay Um, that's good and sometimes sometimes days were busy and you had cheerleading practice or karate or whatever you had to go to so it was chill in the car like i'm not gonna ask you questions Mm -hmm. i'm kind of an aggressive question asker
0: (laughs) and you had one of each you had a real extrovert and a a more introverted yeah child so one would probably be okay to talk more than the other
1: yeah and the other one was just like leave me alone yeah don't talk to me i'm trying
0: not to take that personally i'm that way when i come home and i'm so tired yeah i'm just like david talk i just want to hear you talk (laughs) I cannot describe my day right now.
1: (laughs) No more words. I'm at my words.
0: I can hear yours, but no more words. Yeah, for sure.
1: So So um, that's smart. Give them some downtime, some chill time, whatever that each child needs. It's probably different for each one. And then you can start tackling some homework. Usually usually while I was making dinner, they'd sit at the counter or whatever, and we'd, you know, do you need any help with this? What do you
0: need? Well, that's a nice little
1: routine. I can
0: picture them just... Propped up there on the bar stool or the chairs while you're
1: yeah. Sometimes my friend um, Becky Jackson would pick them up sometimes, and she'd start the homework thing going on at her house. By the time I'd get over there to get them, so there's all kinds of flexible ways to do it. That's Um, nice to have a mom friend. Oh, trustworthy mom friend who Mm -hmm. you know will help
0: your kids get their afternoon started off right for
1: sure. If you've got extra stuff to do, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and so between the time you get home and whatever practices you might have and dinner in bed, there's. There's not a lot of time in there mm-hmm. and if you're working outside the home too yeah. you maybe have two hours at best between an ideal bedtime and seeing your kids that day so it's
0: a lot a little bit of intentionality would go a long way to make those couple of hours pleasant pleasant worthwhile yeah instead
1: of conflict so yeah. like if you can multitask go after dinner maybe everybody take a family walk So now you've got, okay, you've checked the box for, hey, we've been outside today. We've got a little exercise. We have some family time. And maybe we work on spelling words on the way. So you're
0: trying to get things in, you know? Yes. My dad was a fan of um, math drills at the dinner table. Okay. Multiplication, division, (laughs) subtraction, addition, the basics. It was fun. Like we didn't dislike it. It Uh, Yeah, we always like to do
1: spelling words. Yeah,
0: that's a great idea. That was good. Great idea. And then we've talked about this in another podcast but it is so worth repeating at the end of your day doing highs and lows Hmm. so you know asking your child what did god teach you today what was the best part of your day this really
1: Hmm. really
0: gives you a window into your child's heart
1: right and it's so tempting i know how tired you are to pack all the stuff in make sure you get everything ready the night before get their baths make them you know get into bed and all that stuff and it's just Tempting to be like, go to bed, go to bed, go to bed, and miss that part.
0: And you know, you could even, um, so you, so much of parenting is that Deuteronomy verse, um, that as you go, as you walk along the road, as you lie down, when you get up, you really are doing life together. And so you would want to just slip all these kinds of conversations in, like you said, in the car, after dinner, and things like that. And then just like pray about it right then you know just it doesn't have to be a big formal prayer just when your kid says this is what went on today this was my low well let's just talk to god about that we just Mm. ask you to redeem that moment and you know comfort my child and or celebrate praise god for the way this went in your her life today i'm so grateful for that and then you go on just to integrate prayer in your conversation Mm. as you're talking with your kids it's just a beautiful thing to do yeah so good so um the final like little discussion topic we have is prep which we kind of have talked about you know in all these other ones but we've we're ending our day you've you've done your little family walk you've got dinner you've done homework you've done practice or whatever Mm -hmm. all right again like we didn't have to do a bunch of this stuff that you're talking about so talk to us what your evening was like right before bed i'm thinking your life sounded a lot Easier was and more so, chill than mine. It was so much more relaxing than what you're describing. I cannot oh even, gosh. like, seriously. It was so chill.
1: Yeah, I can see that. It was I, such a
0: slow pace. I loved it.
1: It sounds <laughs> blessed and wonderful, but each thing has its own. That's right. Its own goodness. Everyone to is Good called pros. to different things. There you go. So there you go. um So the night before, yes, you're gonna want to lay out all the things for the next day. Um, and I know you're tired and all you want to do is go to bed or just watch Netflix for a minute and have some me time, but um, this helps your next day. This is some of that intentionality that we always talk about. And get your kids on board with it too. Mm-hmm. Ask them, what do we need for the next morning? So that they're going down that list and taking responsibility and trying to get organized. So they've got their shoes ready to go. If a lot of times, outfits, if you don't have a school uniform, you know what you're wearing is going to be an issue. So especially with teenagers, it might be a good conversation to have the night before what is it exactly you think you're going to wear the next day whether that's okay or not so you're not screaming at each other as you go out the door that no daughter of mine is going to be leaving the house (laughs) in that kind of outfit so yeah you don't want that to start their day you don't really want it to end it either but um so lay their outfits out um make lunches as much as possible have everything ready to go that cuts down on the morning scramble um and sometimes this is as much a mom or dad issue as it is for your kids. So make yourself do it.
0: Yeah, it I will help you. I would. I think that sounds wise. And then in terms of, I was thinking homeschool prep. Mine was more um, like big picture. So I, I decided like I the first year I hated building curriculum. Like I have friends who love to research it and they wanted to build their own English curriculum for their children and and gather all the stuff for these particular science projects and gather all these different books. I. I I was like going nuts with that. I was like, this is not fun. I feel like I might be missing something. And Mm -hmm. so I found a curriculum company called Sunlight. And there's plenty of other ones too. But it's all in one. So it had not only a grid for the year, but it had every week and then every day. And every subject and every part of the book you needed to read or the science experiment and what materials you needed to gather that week. And so, you know, know yourself. And if (laughs) you need... Um that done for you, then go ahead and we just considered it an investment. Like money was really tight to spend on um, 800 or a thousand dollars on a curriculum for the year. Mm-hmm. But it was well worth it. And then as I got more experienced, I'm like, okay, here's what they suggest. I can buy this used and buy this part, you know, brand new. But preparation does not have to take a lot of time when you buy a prepackaged curriculum like okay. that um
1: but you are having to think you're not only thinking mom you're thinking teacher yes you've got to be both yes be prepared for both every day
0: Mm -hmm. and you're basically learning along with them I mean unless you have so many children that you're repeating you know you go back and repeat but I only had two Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we never repeated we just all did it all together Mm -hmm. and so yeah I mean I'm just I'm learning alongside them and if we needed to stop and um, dig in a little bit more we could um I know a lot of really good homeschool moms who also read every single um, novel their child was required to read. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not do that as I got older because I trusted the curriculum company, but certainly if my child was reading stuff that was assigned you know, in public school, I would want to read along. Yeah. I was talking to a mom the other day, actually, I did who that. was reading along with her freshman daughter mm-hmm. she was taking i don't know some sort of weird english literature like so i think it was southern fiction mm-hmm. it, it was all this hypersexualized material and so she just read it right along with her and annotated <laughs> <laughs> yeah she were they were sharing the same book and she would like write her mom comments in the side and i thought that's so wise and her daughter actually was fine with that yeah you know and she would be like in the in the side um this steamy sex scene is great in the context of marriage. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? That's so, that's so good. Instead of just like ranting against it, engaging with your children. Yeah, it engaging. Sh- sure does behoove
1: you to know what they're putting into yes, their minds. Yes. Yeah. And
0: I should have done that with some of Houston's, um, some of the science fiction stuff he was reading. The mm-hmm. author was really good at first. And then he started adding in some elements in this plot lines that we would, we not crazy about. And he stopped reading and i and i was like why did you stop reading that book and he was like well this character started doing this and i'm like oh my goodness i had no idea and i wouldn't have had any idea (laughs) because i wasn't reading it so you just you know you can't do everything but it is something to think about in terms of um prep and just you know doing life with your children and right so even if you're not homeschooling
1: them and you're not the teacher if they're in public school system yeah i wouldn't just
0: Oh, Trust yeah. everything
1: that goes into their curriculum and English literature history books everything um yeah it's it's kind of important that you follow along with them and yeah. know what's up
0: And just to be clear like sunlight it is a Christian company but we read plenty of like controversial material and things that mm-hmm. were very um, opposed to a Christian worldview so that we could talk it through right you just want to... So you're we not yes. putting put them in a closet we somewhere right you want to be able to think about it yeah and so that takes sometimes that does take a little prep more prep on the on the parents part but yeah just just keep that in mind if you're a homeschool listener um it's a a prepackaged curriculum is a great way to take a lot of stress off of you um anything else that we that we might miss i mean it's it's such a fun time to have it is a fun time like a fresh start it's kind of like you know there's been new year's new year's resolutions january one this is like another fresh start yep a little bit past halfway into yep. the year. And, and it's learning. so neat to see how your
1: kids change and grow and learn all the stuff they do over, you know, these short months. So
0: Love of learning. It's fun. such a gift you can give your children. So yeah, to help uh, set them up for success in school in any way you can. It's a gift. I loved school. I love school too and I I hope my kids did. I think they did. I yeah, mine did. I, they loved they loved to learn and um yeah that's what you want long term mm-hmm. you know all of these tips and tricks for making your life run well in the end what you're creating is harmony so, so they that, can get to the real so stuff. so they can get to the real stuff yeah 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 I'm all for harmony so happy yeah. back to school year mom yeah good luck <laughs> good luck with that all right well um resources that we've mentioned will be as usual on our website at justaskyourmom.com mm-hmm. And you can find us on Facebook at Just Ask Your Mom. We post our episodes every week on there and on Instagram at Just Ask Your Mom Podcast. Yeah. And
1: if you're listening, um, please rate us or leave us a good review or send us some comments if you've got questions or topic suggestions. You can always email us at Just Ask Your Mom Podcast at gmail.com and we will always answer those.
0: Yeah. So we'll see you next time on
1: Just, just Ask, Ask Your Mom.
0: Mom.